Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 147. We're going to talk about players learning how to keep score, you know, that old-fashioned idea of the scorebook. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support Everything Fast Pitch at the same time. Now let's talk about patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. If you are in a position where you can help support us, folks, we need patrons. Uh, those of you that listen to Coach Prep, I'm sure already heard my plea on Everything Fast Pitch, but I'm going to throw it out there again. Uh, we are kind of at that crossroads juncture where if we can't get some more people to come on board, this is going to very unfortunately come to a end pretty quickly. The cost of everything that we're doing is just continuing to go up. I understand the economy sucks. It's bad for all of you, just like it's bad for us. You know, the podcast world is our hobby. It's not our business. And we're, you know, trying to do it the best we can. Uh, but uh, the best way for us to keep doing it is for more of you to come on board and become patrons. Go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. If you do that, it, there's three different levels of monthly support. Five bucks. If we can get enough people to come on for five bucks a piece, that can solve this problem. But if we don't add anybody, the problem is not going away. It makes and it tough. As we've said before, Coach Don and I love getting together. And, you know, the three of us, you know, sit here and we cut up, we tell stories, we have fun every week. But the reality of it is we just need more support. So if you're in a position where you can, again, please go to patreon.com slash everything fast, which become a patron. We would really appreciate it. So Don, Stan's uh, idea of Helping players understand the most fundamental parts of scoring, I think, was a really good idea. And after he mentioned it, I thought of something that happened probably, I don't know, two, three years ago now. But one of the girls came in for a lesson, and she had a T-shirt that said 6 plus 4 plus 3 equals 2. Right. And, and she had no idea. You know, had the, this shirt on, and, and I said, that's a great T-shirt. So, yeah, I really like the way it looks. It's a great color, don't you think? And I said, yeah, it is. I, I really do like that. It really, you know, it's, it makes you think about softball. And she's like, well, what does this have to do with softball? I thought it was a math t-shirt. <laughs> and like, right. sweetheart, six plus four plus three does not equal two. Right. Unless we're talking about shortstop to second base to first base for a double play. And she had this dumbfounded look on her face like, well, what does six plus four have to do with softball? So I didn't really go into much detail, except I just you know told her quickly. Well, you know, six is the number that is assigned to the shortstop. So when position. you keep, yeah, you know, when you keep score, you have a way of noting that the shortstop made the assist and the first baseman made the putout. So when you know you, when you get your stats at the end of the day, there's a way to keep track of of that. And scoring is how that works. And so I'm not sure that it's it's crucial for every player to know all the ins and outs of the rules of scoring and all those kinds of things. But I do think it would be interesting if more kids had at least the most fundamental idea of, of what it means. 
and just to have some knowledge, because I think it would just add, again, a little bit more depth and a little bit more softball IQ. And confidence. And we talk about softball IQ with the podcast and those that listen and, and learn and talk about it with mom or dad or coaches or whoever are, are learning. And when they're learning, they're creating a much more confident athlete. And I think the, the scorebook thing is kind of challenging all on its own. I know I've done it a few times and to get like pitch counts and all types of things all done and wrapped up nice and neat before the next batter hops in there and starts hitting again. Right. It can be challenging to know the positions, to know the number that represents the positions. Um, just the basic stuff is, right. is definitely and, and needed. Yeah. I'm not really very tech savvy. I'm sure everybody has figured that out over the years of listening to the podcast. So I've never played with Game Changer, Game Changer. or any of those, yep. but I'm pretty sure you still have to be able to go six three. If it's a ground ball to the shortstop, or you know, four six three, if it's a ground ball to the second baseman for a double play to the shortstop and then first base, and even keeping um, the counts, you know, that it happened on you know a three and one count. Right. Just a quick little tutorial for anybody that's listening that doesn't already know. There's a number assigned to each position on the field. So going from one to nine, starting off, number one is the pitcher. Number two is the catcher. Number three is the first baseman. Number four is the second baseman. Number five is the third baseman. Number six is the shortstop. Number seven is the left fielder. Number eight is the center fielder. Number nine is the right fielder. Just so we're always you know, kind of thinking about it, because I know one of the things that I find myself doing quite often is coach's shorthand that we all fall into in the catchphrases and stuff like that. The other day I had a, a kid in for a lesson and we were kind of doing some situational stuff and she hit a ground ball that in my judgment of where it was going in the cage would have been a ground ball to the shortstop. You know, basically we were keeping track of outs and you know, how many outs she had versus how many balls that you know, could have potentially been hit. And so it was not a hard hit ball that looked like it was going to the shortstop. So what was that? I said, 6-3. And I knew she had no idea what I was talking about. Right. And so I said, no, ground ball to the shortstop. And she's like, well, did she boot it? Am I safe? It's like, no, 6-3 means she threw it she to first. She got you at first. Yeah, she got you at first. Oh, okay. And then we just kind of kept going on with this little contest we had, you know, trying to you know, have a little competition in our lesson. So the idea of understanding that most fundamental thing, so that now when we think about the next level, if I know the numbers and it's a fly ball to the center fielder, which she catches, it's an eight unassisted. It's a fly ball to the center fielder, but all you have to do is write down number eight. You don't have to have fly ball or, or, or pop up or whatever. You just number eight all by itself tells us that she got the out. It was undoubtedly a fly ball because she didn't have to throw it anywhere to get an out. If it's a ground ball, there's going to be the assist, which is the person who fields it, but the put out always goes to where the out is made. So the 6-3 example we talked about before is a ground ball to the shortstop. She gets an assist. Three when gets she, the out. Three gets the put out, which is why when you look at statistics and you start to try to figure out, well, where all the Mr. outs are being made, catcher who caught Monica Abbott when she was playing at Tennessee probably had 15, 16, 17 put outs every game. Well, how does she get the put out? Because when Monica throws strike three and the catcher catches it, she gets the put out. So... That's why catchers hate it when they have to throw to first base because then they get an assist instead of the put out. So if it's pitch in the dirt that the catcher has to block, but she still b makes the play to first base before 
The runner gets there. That's no fair. They do all the work and they don't get the put out. Yeah. No, at least she doesn't get an error. Right. But she doesn't get the the put out. There's all kinds of little nooks and crannies in scoring that you know, might not really be all that important in the big grand scheme of things. But I do think, as we said earlier, it's a great way to make sure that our players have a little bit more of an understanding of the game, a little bit more knowledge about the game. And then it's just a way for them to maybe have a little bit more familiarity with what's going on. Absolutely. So the lineup board could be number 12, Corey, and then under position, it could say three. Right. You're playing first base. But if you don't know that three represents first base, then we're in trouble, right? Yeah, that's a really good example because I think that but a lot a, of us... A lot of us, we could put 1B or first base or shortstop, SS. Yeah. I would say most coaches, at least of my generation, would put the the position number down when they put right. the lineup card right. down. Because I would get tossed out of the game periodically, it would probably be good that my assistant coaches and other people knew the <laughs> numbers uh, that were assigned to the different positions so that when I got tossed out and they had to make a substitution or whatever during the game, uh, they'd have a pretty good idea of what they were doing. Instead of CF for center field or, right. you know, eight, whatever. Yeah. But so the idea of how that all works, I think, is important. Now, obviously, most kids nowadays are not going to be sitting in the stands with a scorebook. Now, why do we all know the scoring system? I'm of that generation. When I would go to a baseball game, I would score the game. So I would be sitting there with my little scorecard that they would sell as part of the game day program. Right. And they would give you this crappy little, like, golf pencil that... <laughs> You know, hopefully would hold up for the, you know, for scoring for the whole, whole game. game. And part of watching the game, part of the enjoyment of watching it was scoring it as you went along. Keeping track. Right. And keeping track of all that stuff. And so. Baseball's probably, it's, it happens a lot slower in fast pitch. You got somebody, you know, dropping down a bunt, hustling to first and the next batter's in there by the time you're finished filling it all in. Right. Yeah. Another aspect too, when we talk about the increasing the player's softball IQ, it also gives them a chance to go back and look at what was going on. A quick story. When I was coaching at KSU, we were trying to get our pitchers to understand the value of attacking the strike zone and trying to throw strikes early. And so I went through the scorebook. At, it was about the 20-game mark. And because I could go through the scorebook, I could tell exactly what happened. How the game went. Right. So I could go back to the first game of the year, you know, three or four weeks ago, and look at the first inning and say, okay, we got the first hitter out on a 3-2 count. It was 6-3. to three. So then as I was putting together this presentation, this uh, spreadsheet to share with the team, it was real easy for me to look at it and be accurate. So that you know, we had the column of you know, what happened, what were the results when it was 0-0 count, what was the result when it was 0-1, when it was 0-2, you know, when it was one ball, no strike, um, whatever it was. And so it was a really clear picture. And in that situation, what we ended up seeing was almost every time as the number of balls went up, the number of hits went up. Right. And so it didn't surprise us that that, that was true, but it really helped our players. But the moral of the story is you don't fall behind in the count. Right. But to today's discussion, it was an absolute history of what had happened. So when it was time to recreate it or to use it as a teaching tool, we knew for sure exactly what had happened. Even weeks after. Right. And we didn't have to worry about one of the players saying, well, I remember that game. It wasn't a full count when I gave up that home run. It was a 2-2 it was a two -two count or yeah. a 1-2 count. Like, like well, no, yes, it was. Yeah. You, you might vaguely remembering what happened, but here's exactly what happened. And now, obviously, a lot of it is computerized and game changer and all that other stuff. But to me, I just think it's, it's knowledge that's useful for players to have and something that we want to make sure and encourage our coaches to share with their players. If for no other reason, uh, Don, as you said, when they're looking at the lineup card, they can figure out what position they're playing. Yeah. 
And as we were talking before, that when they buy a cool T-shirt that says 6 plus 4 plus 3 <laughs> equals 2, they're not telling the world that they don't understand basic math because um, the, the equation never added up so to, to what they thought it was. We look at it and we know you're a ball player. Right. Yeah. But So that's our thought for the day. Let's make sure we think about helping our players understand this most fundamental part of the game. Um, and I think it's going to pay dividends for them in a lot of different ways. Hey, just a couple other things, too, that we want to make sure we're talking about when we're talking about scoring. Uh, number one, and this is one that I think leads to the most game-changer fights and people being mad about the person who's in charge of game-changer for the team, is if you reach on an error, it counts as an out in your batting average. Obviously, you're safe at first or safe wherever you end up because of the error, but reaching on an error is treated for your batting average just like you made an out. It's the defense's mistake, not your positive. So um, that's why it counts against your batting average, which, of course, is not that uh, much fun for your batting average, but it is the way the game is scored. Another scoring thing that uh, I think sometimes people get confused about, especially younger players, if you reach on a fielder's choice, which basically means if somebody else has to get off the base because you got on the base, that also counts as an out against your batting average. So if your uh, team has a base runner at first base, you hit a ground ball to the shortstop, she gets forced out at second, but you're safe at first, you uh, reached on a fielder's choice, and the fielder's choice also counts as an out on your batting average. So you know, as we're talking about all these different scoring things, knowing a few things um, will, I think, kind of pacify the discussions and hopefully keep everybody on the same track. Um, and understanding what's going on. So if you reach on an error, counts as an out in your batting average, even though you're helping the team. Reach on a fielder's choice, it counts as an out on your batting average and probably doesn't help the team as much. That's going to wrap up number 147. As always, make sure you support our sponsor, Anderson Bad Company. Go to patreon.com, become a patron, please. Coach Don and I would really appreciate anybody who can come on and support us. Make sure you go to the fastpitchprep.com website, order your square cuts training disc, Check out the blogs um, and the YouTube channel. There are tons and tons of information there that will help you for sure. So uh, that's going to wrap up number 147. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week.